Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And we're just going to jump right into episode 29. Yup. 29. That's my age. Mm, that's my waistline. Oh my god, imagine. That's like one of my thighs actually, I think. <laughs> Do you know what's really annoying? Right, so I'm doing my weekly weigh-ins and I had such a good week last week, right, with exercise and food. Like honestly, I was so happy with myself and I feel really strong and fit. I did my win and I weighed the exact same amount as last week. I, I, honestly, it's really frustrating. Not even any fluctuation. No fluctuation. No, no fluctuation problem. at all. Um, still 107 kilos. And I was like, oh, man. And then, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, muscle weighs more than fat and stuff. And I was like, well, I started doing weights the past two weeks because I was just doing cardio. Mm. And someone suggested I should get, two people suggested I should get like a tape measure to measure myself. But I was just kind of hoping I was pinning it on that number and going down because honestly, I had such a good week and it just didn't work yeah. out for me. But I would definitely say get tape measure. Totally get a tape measure. Um, also, it just might take a couple of weeks for it to kick in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, don't, don't get too disheartened. Tell us about your date, Ashley. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that follow Ashley on social media, you may have seen. Well, let me tell you this, straight off the bat, somebody messaged me and said, here, you guys should talk about the object, well, in fact, you know what, I'll get the message up. They messaged me off the bat saying, um, I think you guys should do a topic on the objectification of men by the gay community. Because in that picture, there was a man who was changing the tire for me. And he thought it was, I was saying, oh, yes. Oh yes, about the man. It looked like that. Oh no! I was like, "Are you cheering this guy's ass?" Because I was like, no. I, "It did look like." Well, that. I, well, okay. Well, in I genuinely just asked him there, and I said, "I thought he was making a joke," and I said, "Seriously, does it actually look like I'm oh yes in the man and not the situation?" He was a wee bit I, and I'm like, "I genuinely wasn't," and I genuinely wasn't. I was oh yesing the fact that I, I I hate driving. Full disclosure, I fucking hate driving. Really? And I, I you're so keen to get a driving license. I'm keen to have a license because you know I'm a, I'm a 26 year old guy and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I just keen to have a license because you know, I live in buck end of nowhere. But um, I actually hate driving, and it's <clears throat> as I've driven more. I know why I hate driving so much. I just, and I think it's more because I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the uncontrol I have in a car. I know you control a car, but you're in something else that's, you know, if it's just, it doesn't, does I hate it. I just hate it. Anyway, today I was driving to Belfast and uh, I was going down for a physiotherapist appointment and I was making good time, had a nice morning and I started getting a bit. I just started feeling this bump in the in the, and I was like, "Oh, this doesn't feel good." And I thought, it "Might be the bad roads. It might be something else." <clears throat> um, on this dual carriageway all the way down, and it gets worse and worse. And I go, "Nope, it's not the roads. It's my car." Uh, and then I just can't get over like any time I got over like fifty miles an hour, it was. And I was like, "Oh shit." And I kind of thought, right, I'll just get to Belfast, get to my appointment, and then get it sorted after the appointment. And you went all the way com- there with that fucking tire? Oh, I didn't know what it was, and I got over the mountain because we live like it's over. You have to go over the mountain road to get to Belfast. So 
yeah, I got all the way there. I, I, I've dri- I drove about 50 miles in this car, and I didn't realize it at the start because I just thought it was the roads because pretty shaky roads over here. And then I, when I realized it wasn't the roads, I was closer to Belfast than I was home, so I thought I may as well just go on. Going into Belfast in this four-lane motorway, and I have to be on, I have to be on the right-hand side of the motorway for my exit. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> the car swerves, and yeah, the tire blew out, and I had to then navigate across three lanes of busy traffic, lunchtime traffic, and yeah, my heart was in my throat, and yeah, I, I thought I died. Oh my god, that's so stressful. It was horrible. I've never had, never had that before. Cancel it on the motorway. Like, it couldn't have just happened, you know, on one of the wee roads out of the town or even the dual carriageway where it's like a bit more inconvenient because it's in the middle of nowhere on the mountain. But it's also not that bad because I there's there's not like hundreds of cars. So I then sit on this, the, is it, I don't want to say the cold shoulder, but it's not, it's the hard shoulder. I was sat on the cold sh- on the hard shoulder. Is it a hard shoulder? Hard shoulder, yeah. Cold yeah, shoulder, you hard, said. It's craft saying cold shoulder. <laughs> oh, um, sat on the hard shoulder. And these fucking cars going past. I sort of laugh for like a minute, just kind of a bit delirious of what's happening. Like I was like, this, this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like totally crazy. I was like, if somebody had came near me, they would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> anyway and then i i try i think i can't get out of the car because the like the car the hard shoulder is so narrow and i was like oh the cars keep going past i seen a break got out of the car well quite literally like the, the space is so narrow on the hard shoulder that you can't open your door no because there was like the, the, the my my passenger side of the car was against the curb and my other tires were at the line of the motorway. So anybody in that first lane would have, if I opened the door, it was a poof, gone. Absolutely. Oh my God. So when I, see, I got a break in the traffic, got out, seen the tire. I was like, oh man. And then I just, I got in the passenger side and climbed over and then oh, put on my hazard lights and cried. Um, no, I phoned, canceled my appointment. And then, um, so your nail appointment. Sorry. Canceled your nail appointment. No, cancelled my appointment my physio at the physio. Oh. I would have loved it if it was a nail appointment. <laughs> all that way, all that drama oh just my God. <laughs> That was so and good. I still after this day I still have unpolished nails. <laughs> Imagine um, no. because I couldn't get a manicure. Oh yeah. be my dream. <laughs> cancelled the appointment and then managed to get the guys came actually it was cheaper than I thought it was cost hundred pounds to for the call out and the replacement tire. And with the tire, then I was, yeah. No, the tire itself is only a handy. That's good. The tire was fifty, um, and then the call it was fifty or forty or something. Decent. So yeah, cheaper, cheaper than I thought it was going to be. I thought I had to go start selling kidneys and stuff online. <sighs> Sell my sweaty jock pants. What? Um, what was that last bit? I said I go on and sell my jelly sweaty jock pants. Oh, uh, do you know, I listened to a podcast recently where they talk about that, but the person couldn't like go through with, it was again an ungay and they couldn't go, he was like, oh, I couldn't sell it. I couldn't go through with selling my dirty underwear. No, I couldn't either. Depending on how much I'd get for it. Like if someone said 50 quid, I think I could. Yeah, maybe. Definitely. I still wouldn't. I'd even come on it as well. I go, <laughs> I go attached to my underwear. 
Really? Yeah, I'd have issues if it was to leave me. Oh, no, I don't. I rip so many because my ass and legs and everything rub so together so often. Anyways, mm. not point in the story. Well, uh, that's it, really. And then I missed my appointment, and then I decided to go over to, you know, you know our friend John, John Henry. Oh. I went over to his house. His, he, well, he, he's in London, but I popped in and seen, seen his mum and had a cup of tea. Are you joking? No, I went over and had a cup of tea with his mum. That's so funny. That's adorable. <laughs> Well, out of nowhere, you're just like, oh, I'm around the corner. Are you there? Well, no, I was, um, she knew I was in the corner or in the area and I, we, I messaged her the night before to say, look, I'll pop around for tea. So I went around there. She had some, she had made me some pancakes, she made, she, she had some pancakes and some lemon cake, which I had. Oh, lovely. Lovely Mama Henry. Mm, so that was my d- drama day. What about you? Tell me what you got up to. I had my own little sort of drama day slash sort of. It's not even drama. It's more like, um, did I tell you that I started speaking to like a therapist every Monday? Uh, no, you did not. Oh yeah, I have been since like the end of last year. Oh, maybe I did know this actually. This doesn't sound new to me. So I started speaking to a counselor, like a therapist, every Monday, and, yeah. and it's online, still, isn't it? It's it's through Skype. Like it's a person. I say they video yeah. video because they live in Eastbourne. I live in London, so they're about three hours away, three and a half hours away. But they're a recommendation from someone. And over the past couple of sort of days slash weeks, I've started getting some like pent up feelings that I'm just not being able to deal with. And um, today, like I sort of had my session on a Monday and I had my first like, it wasn't even a breakdown. It'd be a breakdown for me because like I started crying and I very rarely, although I'm normally a crier at the moment, I feel like I'm null to like feelings. I was just getting really into it. And then I just started sort of crying and like getting really emotional. It's a good thing, but like, at this point, like I sort of needs to, I, I need to de-stress in some way because I'm feeling a bit, um, I'm feeling quite built up with feelings and quite sort of like isolated and I don't know how to deal with it. So yeah. Okay. If I'm talking about like my feelings on a curve and stuff, I'm definitely at, like the bottom end of it because I'm feeling quite emotional at the moment. Aww. That was a bit sad today. Um, Aww. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's, you know, it happens, you know, we all go through our things and stuff and it's just, it's one of the things that I just need to talk about. And I think, you know, one of the things I wouldn't normally do is talk about my feelings. <clears throat> a lot of people say that I'm quite um, closed off. Some say emotionless. Um, and so that's <laughs> why I kind of want to say it here, say it to you and just like talk about it and normalize it because I don't want it to be like some sort of secret. And I still continue with like my life and stuff. Like it's nothing that's like dangerous or anything, but it's important for me to say it. And um, and so that I can deal with it, you know. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'm just trying to. F- I'm just feeling a bit. I'm feeling a bit downtrodden today, and over sort of like the week and stuff. The past week, so um, I'll see how this week goes. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I start feeling a bit better. Yeah. Exercise should help, though. The more you exercise, you know, it makes you feel better. You'll start feeling better about yourself, and um, keep talking to your therapist and. Um, just keep yourself busy. Yeah, I think that's what I didn't do sort of last week. I didn't really keep myself busy. Like I didn't really see anyone or do anything, but I wasn't feeling very sociable. Like I felt like I wouldn't be much fun. And then um, I was aware, me and my brother, we go to our friends outside of London. Did I tell you about the lesbians that we normally play, play board games with? Yeah. Um, but we don't really get to much gaming now because like they've got a young child and um, everyone's not sort of into it. And I still want to, but we, she was just like, you just don't seem very happy very like 
the Matt that we know. And that, that sort of hit me a little bit hard because I don't want to be seen. I, you know, I don't want, it's difficult for, enough for me to sort of know that I'm not feeling so great, but if other people can witness it and then it's affecting them and their perception of me and like can clearly see that I'm not happy. It's, mm. I don't know, somehow in my mind, it made it just a little bit more impactful. Yeah. Maybe you didn't realize how obvious or how bad it was. That's what I mean. Like in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm dealing with it. So it's, it's not as bad as I think. And then suddenly like my friend is like, you just don't seem happy. And I was like, well, I guess it's true, but I didn't realize it was that obvious. So maybe it's worse than I thought. So I found that a little bit difficult to take, I guess, because, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that I'm not as happy as I have been, but I want to be able to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I think what you've done, which is really good, is talked about it openly, which is awesome. Um, so thank you for doing that, especially here in the podcast. Um, and it sort of gives other people uh, an opportunity to kind of maybe look at themselves if they listen to this and check themselves out to say, am I as happy as I could be? And, you know, not to put any pressure on you, but you might want to keep us updated and let us know how you get on and what you do and how it affects your mood. Yeah, I think I will try to. I think I've definitely set back sort of the bottom end of like my feelings, but I'm just, I'm maintaining like exercise, like you said and stuff. Um, I just need to. I said it to her last week as well, I, and and it's surprising that my friend said that. I just need to find. I just need to find something that makes that fills me with joy. Like at the moment, that's what I'm missing a bit from my life. Even though I'm like talking about things and I'm I'm staying quite active in the gym and exercise and eating is actually going really well. I just need something yeah. just to just to light up my life just a little bit, you know. Well, you get to chat with me every week. No, it is great. It's um, that's the fun part. It's when it gets to the editing that like blows my mind. <laughs> I'm like, I'm definitely over it now. <laughs> well, the editing. It's a bit long, isn't it? Though it's knowing that I'd sit down for an hour and a half oh, to do it. Oh, here, an hour and a half is quick. It used to take me ages to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'd say about four hours. To do oh, it. absolutely. Yeah, but now I've sort of skimmed through it. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's a task and a half. But I do like doing this. That's why, because she was like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, I'm doing this. And she's like, will you be able to do it? And I was like, no, I think it will, because it's one of the things that actually I enjoy doing and mm. talking to you and, and just having a little chit chat makes me feel better. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's good. So sorry for that little bit. Anna, but I just wanted to just talk about it, if that's okay. Oh, of course it is okay. We have our lovely listeners as well who are always here supporting you as well. Thank you. Um, what are we going to call them? Podders? Peapods? Peas? Our peas in my pod. Our peas in a pod. Urinators. Our what? Urinators. Urinators. Yeah, like peas. No. Oh no, that's disgusting. We can't call them. Oh. But I feel like we should have something that's like little monsters type thing or whatever you call them, isn't it? But, <laughs> um. But it has to be like peas. I yeah, guess. maybe huh? just. I don't know. I've never really thought about well, that. If anyone much. has any ideas about what we can call our fan base, then um. Give us a shout out on honestapod on Instagram. Yes, honestapod.instagram. Anyways, should we get into some topics? Yeah, well, we've got one one topic this week because we both really want to talk about it. Yeah, pretty much. Although there is something that I want to talk about, but it's not even talk about, it's just to mention. 
mention it. Go ahead. Um, so I don't really follow the Oscars. I know you watch films and I don't really watch films. And I do want to see some of them. Yeah. But did you see Billy Porter's um, dress? Oh, uh, yeah. It was like a suit dress, wasn't it? Oh, my days. How beautiful was that? It looked different. Yeah, it was it good. looked different. Oh, did you not like it? No, I, I didn't not like it. I just never, like, I seen it this morning and I thought, oh, that's so strange looking. I didn't not like it. Oh. But I didn't, it didn't stop me and be like, I oh, hey. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, good for him. It's different, isn't it? I, it I started following him on Instagram a couple of weeks ago because he went to the, I think it was the Met Gala thing. You know, the big party they have. Yeah. And he had this amazing oh, had to, outfit then. Yeah, I had to turn down my invite this year. It was so sad. You had to return your invite? Yeah, I couldn't go. Oh, no. Yeah, Why did you have to miss it this time? Happened to. So Why did you have to miss it this time? Well, you know, I, yeah, enough like, I get invited year after year. Oh, and I just, I just thought no about this year. No, I can't. Well, they they didn't they didn't accommodate for celiacs. This is, this is it. Like it's hard being me, and I would have to fly all that way to New York. Um, the theme was Rihanna bread. Would probably upstage I mean, I don't know why you think there wouldn't be. That was literally the theme of the Met Gala was bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. His outfit. I just thought it was really beautiful, and then I saw a couple of things on Twitter because, um, you know, a man wearing a dress, although it's nothing new, still garners some sort of backlash about like people saying that they're trying to remove masculinity and that's not okay for a man to wear a dress, which is, you know, it is different. It does stand oh, out for sure. Let him wear what he wants to wear. Who cares? Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I like the fact that it was a mix. It's kind of quite Janelle Monet, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. I feel like you could see her wearing something like that as well. And, you know, Jonathan Van Ness has done a lot of sort of mixing up what he wears and making things like gender neutral, gen, you know, yeah. What would you call it? Gender bending? Do people say that's a term? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. But just playing around with that. And I think it's cute. Like, I would, I wish I had, like, both the guts and the sense of style. The waistline. The waistline. Oh, I wasn't going to say that, but okay. Shaming me. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> but they all do have really good Sorry. bodies. I know. But I wish I had, like, the sense of style to, like, wear things like that. Like, I, I think I would, because I like really flashy things anyway. Um, I don't really have a yeah. sense of style. I'm not. I'm not great with that. Do you remember we used to um, like we'd go for coffee and stuff, and then we'd pop into shoe shops and see like all the girls' shoes that were all like sequins. I would love those. Yeah. I went through a shiny phase, like when I was um, like in my early twenties. I used to buy clothes of lo- loads of diamante on. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of want to ring that back. But I was telling some of my friends at work, and they were like, "Don't you fucking dare!" And I was like, "Okay, maybe when I'm thinner, because I think thin people can wear shiny clothes, but maybe not fat ones." Um, and they were like, no, that's just don't wear it. And I was like, okay. Oh. Well, see what you, how you feel and you wear what you want to wear. Yeah. Anyways, that's actually just what I mentioned. Although I feel like the Oscars would be a big thing for you. I feel like you'd follow that sort of awards. Um, I usually do. I just, um, I've not this year. I've not really watched that many films. Uh, oh, I've not watched as many films this year as I usually do. So that is strange for me. But I'm happy Olivia Coleman won. Um, and I'm happy that um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the guy who played Freddie Mercury won. Um, a lot of people didn't like yeah, that film. Good. They thought they sort of what hid or, um, or didn't talk about like the gay aspect of his life. Uh, I've not seen it yet, so oh, I don't know. Well, I didn't see it, so that's another. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen clips of it. Like my mom's watched it, and I've sort of I was reading and then decided like watch bits over her shoulder. But 
No, I've not really. No, I've not watched that many films. What I did watch though is Star Is Born, and I honestly didn't think that Lady Gaga was that good. I've not watched it either. You haven't seen a Star Is Born? No. What have you been doing? I'm at the deep end. Now, the song is great. That was win the Oscar that it did. But to give her like a nomination for leading actress, like she's so we're gonna in that film. No, I mean I've not watched it, but I th- um, I can't say. Do you watch American Horror Story? She won a Golden Globe. I do, yeah. I watched her in American Horror How Story. was she in that? She was, I mean, her character was good, but I don't remember it being sort of like a challenge. Someone said it was somewhat similar to that. It was just like, oh, it just kind of matched her personality and was a bit deadpan. Yeah. She, like, she didn't, there was no flair in her character. Yeah. It was just, she was, yeah. I mean, she, it was done well, but, you know, she's no Olivia Coleman. I don't even know what I've seen her in. Olivia Coleman is in what did I know her in? She was in that Broadchurch series, which was on TV, which was I epic. Watched that. She was in the Peep Show originally. I guess where she rose to fame in the Peep Show. Okay, she um, knows that comedy. Stuff. She was in. Yeah, she's yeah she comedy. Yeah, um, she what else is she in? What's, she's an episode of Doctor Who. Which, what's really funny is you know um, Melissa McCarthy. Yes, she has both been nominated for an Oscar, which she didn't get, uh-huh. and one of the worst actresses in the film this year as well for another film at the same time. A Razzie? Yeah. How do you oh. know? Yeah, isn't that crazy? But two different roles, not the same. Yeah, role. I just remember Hal Berry won, won the Razzie for Catwoman. I remember that. <laughs> but that, she, she won that the year after she won the Oscar for Monster. It's crazy, isn't it? Or Monster I guess Calls, it's, yeah. Yeah, you need to try and um, diversify your portfolio or whatever, I guess. Yes. But, um, yes. Yeah, it's just funny that at the same time she's nominated for both the worst actress and the best actress. But, yeah. Anyway, I just want to talk about that that gown suit because I thought it was amazing. Yes. And I think it was, it was, nice. it was because, nice to be It was nice. It was nice. It wasn't like... Oh, I thought it was amazing. But I've seen a few outfits I I, on, um, on his Instagram and the Met Gala and stuff and I just think... It, like. I think that's how I imagine that I want to dress in real life. Like if I did. Yeah. The way that he dresses. He's an um, singer. Unbelievable. He's in that pose. Huh? He's in that pose. Yeah. We haven't seen that yet, have we? No, I've watched one episode. You did watch an episode. Once Grey's Anatomy really is almost done. And when Grey is done, I'm going to follow a list of so many things to watch. I can't wait. Because I need it to be done now. Oh, yeah. I started watching Game of Thrones again. Yeah, I saw again. I was thinking about getting into that, but you know what? I just can't be asked. It's not great. Not a good series. You're, you're a fool. Anyway, let's go talk about Jossie Smollette. Smollette. Yeah, why don't you go ahead? Well, so a couple of episodes, we talked about this horrendous hate crime that was committed. It was homophobic. It was racist. Essentially, this actor from a TV show called Empire had filed a police report to say that he was racially and homophobically assaulted, noose tied around his neck, and an unknown liquid poured over his face. It was heard all around the world because it was so horrendous. Um, and then, just I'm going to last week was the, just the, the last week it came out that he, the actor, had actually been arrested himself. And that this is all fake because he wanted a 
better paid position on the TV show. He wanted a pay raise and he wanted to increase his, um, the word's gone for me, but knowability, was it? Increase his reputation so that the show Empire would give him better money. He hasn't actually been found to have done it though yet, has he? It's He's been arrested. He's now, I think he's released on bail now, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's paid $10,000. Um, so I will say allegedly that this is all the case, um, but essentially... As quick as people were to, well, no, I'm going to say as quick as people were to talk about this hate crime, I would say I've seen a few media outlets not quite as quickly talk about this big turn in events. Um, but I, I mean, I mean, what do you think? I think it's, I think it's shocking. If it's true, it's shocking. I definitely think if it's true. It has such a huge impact. It had a huge. It had an impact when it was said to have happened, and now it has an even larger mm. impact if it's found to be untrue, because I think it undoes, and it's just the focus of a lot of true um, crimes that happen. Um, yeah, because he's not like I think like. You know, we talk about being gay and we talk about being black and we also talk about being gay and black. And he's just sort of like negated both of those things in one fell swoop. Yeah. For a pay rise. Yeah, because he didn't feel like he was getting paid enough and he gets paid about $60,000 an episode. Yeah, when there's people out there who are struggling to live their life, uh, who are black and gay, black or gay, black and gay, and they are, are victims of real abuse, and it's just it's shocking. Such a disappointment. Uh, well, he's lost his job now. Potentially, they removed what from the last two episodes, uh, and they, oh, there are reports oh. that they might be looking to recast him. But there's no way he's going to get his job back and another one anytime soon. There's no way because, like, oh, he's on hire. Pardon. I was going to say he's unhirable now. Yeah. Now, regardless of whether he's found to have been um, guilty or not, I think that the damage has been done in terms of the public eye and it will be impossible for him to get a job. No one wants to deal with that drama. You know what I mean? I think there's an element. It's quite interesting because on both aspects, like when we find out about the hate crime, potential hate crime, and then also the potential of him to have made it up, it just shows us included, obviously, because we spoke about it pretty much as soon as we heard it, and we're like, it's despicable, it's horrible, yeah. this has happened, that a lot of us can be quite, we were quite quick to react um, yeah. when we thought there was a hate crime, and then what happened once it happened is not many people had spoken about this person. The news did, but not those that were so supportive at the start, you know, to say yeah. anything against, you know, Jesse Smollett for potentially making this up. And it's just, it's interesting. I guess, you know, it's really important for us as well to really take a step back, give it a day or two just to see how things pan out and actually see. But then it gets that fine line where, you know, do we have to question every time someone claims that something has happened to them, that they're a victim in some way, you know, and how do you find that fine line of actually saying, well, what you're saying is true and valid and we'd like to investigate some more. And also, you know, having some sort of skepticism or want of a better word, I don't know what to say. When someone does say something has happened, you know, and not think and not being cynical about it, because now this gives those that really want an opportunity to say, well, 
you know, every time someone says that they're getting homophobic or racial abuse, I'll, you know, we need to look into it. We don't know if it's happened. You know, this person isn't a victim. And I just think, you know, we do react really, really quickly. I think um, it's all about who can report it quicker rather than who can report it the most accurate sometimes. A lot of the time. Because we live in a world where the more clicks you get and the more listens or the more downloads or whatever it is, is what makes people money. It doesn't make us money, but um, it makes other people money. So news newspapers who get the most clicks get better money because of the first out. So rather than actually investigate the facts and do real journalism, people are so quick to get up a story that's going to clickbait people into their website. In our defense, we were actually quite slow because it happened, like because we record on a set day, which usually changes later anyway, we were actually a bit slow on it to report it. Like compared to other people, because we don't like we don't have a daily show. We well, there was like a week and a half, two weeks and then when this had sort of come out, and a lot of these these pieces of information had been found out. But there were things. Yeah. There were some flags where it didn't make sense. Like apparently he was on the phone to his manager at the time. Mm. So, oh. the Chicago police had asked for his phone records to just to can see if there's any noise or see um, who he'd called, and he refused. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yep. And then I mean, I would be the first to give up my phone if I'd been attacked. I'd be like, yeah, man. Well, that's what they're saying. It seems a bit weird saying that he was on the phone with them. They wanted to use it to see if there's any noise, any like recordings of the call. And then he refused. And then a couple of days later, had sent them the phone records, but it was redacted. So he'd blocked out calls and, you know, blacked out. He'd only given the information that he wanted oh. to give them and not all of the information, which was quite fishy. Have you seen the report from? Oh, you seen the the um, the interview, the video of the soup, like the chief of the Chicago police. Uh, I watched some of it when it was live, and he was like chatting, because um, that's whenever uh, that's the same day Drew and I were texting you. Okay, he just seemed really pissed, didn't he? He was pissed. He was pissed. He was pissed. Which is because like, and I can see why, because Chicago. Chicago has a bad rep anyway. And yeah, it just sort of, it's his city. And he was like, fucked off that it happened. And I also, do you know what really disgusts me more is if, if this is fake, which in my head, I'm swaying that it is, is the money and the resources that could have actually gone to prevent real crime that's been investigated into this because he's a big name and it was everywhere in the, in the press, and I'm sure if things like that happen, there's more pressure on the police to solve it, so they put more resources behind it. And there's real crime happening out there that maybe didn't get as much TLC as it deserved or needed. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, it is a waste of everyone's time. I'd, I'd be so interested because I watch like clips online and stuff, and there's this panel TV show called The Real, which has some people on it, like Tamira from Sister Sister, and um, some women that um, have like mixed heritage background and stuff like that. And a few of them know Jesse Smollett personally. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. not so quick to say it. And then I watched another panel show where some people were just like, oh, it's disgusting what he's done. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. And this group were just like, well, if he's done it, but we really hope that he hasn't. And if he has, he deserves to pay. And I think there's two sides of it. Like obviously Twitter's the worst for this sort of stuff. But some people are just like, it, you know, really quick again to react and say he's done it he's done it 
you know, it's ridiculous what he's done. He's done it for money and that's it. When we don't actually know the facts just yet. We don't know the facts. He may have done it. We just don't know why. We don't know the facts behind it all. I hope he hasn't done it because obviously, like, what happens is those that are actual victims that actually suffer, it's all covered by this. Like, this gets all the attention and not those that actually need to share their message and say, you know, I have been abused in some way. I think the best outcome is in this instance is is that he's not is that he's not lying you know not to say that he hasn't, hasn't i have no mm-hmm. idea whatsoever but i just think like the worst outcome is in fact if he did make this up yeah i mean what's your gut say my gut says he's done it when mm-hmm. i read all like the things like there's um on bbc they've got a timeline of things that happened the fact that he paid he paid with a check didn't he a check he paid, <laughs> he paid with a check the two people that did it were extras on empire um one of which is his personal trainer Neither of whom are black, uh, white. Oh. They're both black. They went and fled yeah, to Nigeria I mean, gonna... and then came back and were um, held in custody for two days, almost. Jesus. It's crazy. It sounds like an episode of Empire. I haven't watched it because it's so dramatic. And I think it's true. I watched the first like couple of episodes and I was like, this is too much. And maybe that's where he got the idea from. <laughs> the worst oh, is to dear. sit there in an interview, right? On um, oh. What was it? Good Morning America or something? Yeah, good morning. Monday and to was, just, yeah. if it is true, to just, to just lie like that, to, to, you know, to tear up, mm. to make these strong words. I tell you what, that that interview deserved an Oscar itself. It was so emotionally driven, and the, and the hanky came out and dabbed the eye, and I was like, oh, oh, bravo, bravo, give him the award. If that's true, I mean, that's just disgusting. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Shows his skill as an actor, though. He sh- if he ever tries to get another job, they should use that interview in his showreel. Well, I mean, I wonder how he's going to get a job. Yeah. Yeah, nobody will hire him. Um, he'll still have support in some way, maybe. He who will. knows? But um, one thing that I've sort of heard coming out at the moment is just this idea that being a victim now is like the in thing to do or be. So a lot of people, instead of trying to deal with their issues, oh. about being a victim. And so they'll post saying what's happened to them and that they'll get the attention that they crave or want or expect. You know, the majority of them, like, focus is put on those people that are victims. And um, with that comes, I think, those that don't accept, like, true victims or victimization. They're just constantly cynical of, like, people that may actually be. So it's really hard. It's, I just, it's so difficult. It's like, it's like you know, um, men and people, like, men are now scared about interacting with women because they're worried about potentially they could be worried about saying that they've sexually assaulted or you know raped someone and there's that fear and I think there's an element of that nowadays like with things like this it makes it harder to know what is true and what isn't because people are making up stories both men and women and different races saying they're victims to get attention whatever reason if it's money because they need attention I guess each individual situation is separate, but it just makes things. Yeah. Or save face. I mean, I've, I've heard reports of women create rape charges because they didn't want to be, they'd be seen as somebody who slept around when they were just somebody who slept around and got caught. And then they say that the guy raped him. It just makes everything that much harder because how do you know what to believe? I feel sorry for people who are victims because it, I think one thing is that it's hard enough to speak out from what I believe about these hate crimes. 
And if now there's this added extra, well, is it true? That just happens from these stories that are so high profile. Then it's like, maybe it wouldn't, they wouldn't want to come out and speak about it, which I would say, don't let this discourage you. Still come out and um, speak about any issues. And in the same instance, I would say like, it's important to have, and I can't say what a healthy level of skepticism is, but to not completely disregard those that claim things, but yeah. try to understand more about the situation or situations before we react or, you know, I don't know that somewhere in there lies like yep. not rushing to a conclusion, but not being like fooled over again, you know? Yeah. I think what this proves is just because somebody says it happened doesn't actually mean it happened. But just because we have an example of this, it shouldn't say, mean to say that we should discourage people or automatically disbelieve somebody if something, in case something has happened. Because this is now taking away from actual victims. Now this is taking away limelight from, this gives people an excuse to say, well, look, this person lied about it. What if everyone else does? And, it, you know, the, mm. the injustice is if it is made up that those that are true victims are now having to fight even harder to get the recognition that they deserve because someone's making up things for their own personal gain. Yeah. It really it's is. Disgusting. If it is true. And there's real victims out there. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't want it to be an excuse to say, well, racism doesn't exist because people are making up because it does. You don't want to say that homophobia doesn't exist because it does. Believe me, you. Believe you, me. I believe um, me. So I just don't want it to take away, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. But um, yeah, no, it's a shame. It's a real shame that this is happening. I think, I think it's just across the board, it's very negative overall. And, you know, we need to try and, I'm interested to see what the verdict is. I must say, I'm really keen on this one and interested to find out what will happen. Yeah. And we'll talk about it all the way through. So everybody stay tuned. Yes. It's funny because one of the, um, one of the guys at the gym message, whenever this all happened saying, Oh, you guys are very quick to jump on this guy's defense. And I'm like, yeah, but so was the rest of the world, which is just scary. Um, like it wasn't just us saying this is unbelievable. I mean, from the facts presented, it was unbelievable. But it turns out they were fake facts. Allegedly, potentially. Oh my God, I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what happens. So we did a week, uh, our first week of the song challenge this week. There are some great songs in there. There were some epic ones sent forward. Uh, Back to Black, I think Amy Winehouse, Back to Black is a legendary song. Yeah, and it was a very popular one. One that one everyone, everyone, a lot of people. Oh, really? Yeah, I had about three, I think, on my side. Did you think of any yourself? Yes, one I didn't put up, and then somebody suggested in in my thing, which I thought was brilliant. Prince, raspberry beret. Is raspberry a color? Raspberry's not a color. Well, it is. Like peach is no, a but color. Peach is a color. Orange is, you know. But I would say raspberry is a color because not only. Well, that's, that's how they're describing the beret. They're describing okay. the color of the beret in the song. I don't as know being song. raspberry. Oh, she wore a raspberry beret. Oh. Do, 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 Fucking brilliant song. And then another one which I like is called White Rabbit. And it's another really good song. It's about taking drugs and 
Um, it's featured a lot in TV shows. And it's, it's, it's an old song, but I think it's Jefferson Airplane, I think it's called. Or the people who do it are called Jefferson Airplane. And it's all about, it follows the story of Alice in Wonderland, but about taking drugs. It's so good. Oh, no. There's one I didn't like at all, which was what Steps, about you? Deeper Shade of Blue. Oh. And Ben from Rugby nope. had a, a suggested that, and I was like, I don't know, that one's not for me, babes. No. Uh, a lot of, I was interested to see what colours were coming through. I had a lot of black and a lot of Same. yellow. I literally got a song called Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa. Black yeah. and yellow, black you know and yellow. Song? <laughs> yeah, black and yellow, yellow black, black and, yellow. and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, my brother said that. A friend um, or someone that I chat to on Instagram called uh, Christopher Behan, he suggested two songs called Red, one by Taylor Swift and one by Daniel Merriweather. Yep. Uh, I don't yeah, like Tay Tay, well. but I do like Daniel. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a playlist of Ooh. all of the songs that we got through each week. Yeah. So this one's going to be called Honest to Pod, and then it's going to just be called Dash Colors, and then it will have all of the songs that we had, all the ones we actually remembered to write down. Yeah. Some were on stories, and I was like, shit, I didn't write it down. No, I, I need to go back and find them off. The stories don't stay, do they? Stories don't stay, do Sorry? they? Sorry? Uh, I think you can still have them in your notifications. Um, another one I liked was Purple Purple Pills by M- or D12 Eminem. It reminded me of just being young. Oh, yeah. I remember that song. That was a good one. I love that one. Um, yeah. My friend Mark is called Mitford Man. Um, he's like my... We both love um, Boys to Men. We went to three Boys to Men's concerts. Oh, and, um, I've seen a song this. called Mr. Yeah. Blue because they did a cover of like Motown songs. Um, what other one did I get? I liked Red, Red Wine. Oh, I never got that. So many songs. It's crazy. Oh yeah, I got a few people said so many songs. What's our thing for next week then? Another couple, a couple more favorites of mine, which I did post on my story. I, <clears throat> I did like. I, I love a bit of Elton, so I did like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I also like Big Yellow Taxi. What's that? And I also like Yellow Brick. Mm. Big Yellow Taxi. Don't it oh, all seem yeah, to definitely. go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, it was good. Uh, let me just see if I can get any more of what... Somebody recommended Men in Black, which... Mm-mm. You don't like it? No. But the Men in Black song... You don't like it? Here come... No, because... Isn't it like just a rip-off of a Stevie Wonder song? What's... I mean, it's not... Everything's a cover these days, or you, you always... What's the word? Yeah. Uh, not... Uh? Sampled. Sampled? Sampled. Yeah. It's a good song. Another one of my favourites... The Rolling Stones, Paint It Black. You don't know. I see a red door and I want to paint it black. No. Uh, I feel like I might play that on Guitar Hero. Yes, it was It, it was in. It was on one of the very first adverts for Guitar oh, okay, Hero. Okay, because I really love Guitar Hero. Maybe I'll do that then. I'm not very good with names of songs, so I found I, yeah. I do like this, but I do find it hard for myself. But I'm glad that we had some. Um... And did you ever watch Westworld? No, uh, the, there was a version of Painted Black in the massive big shootout scene in the very first episode of Painted Black. But we'll get them all written down somewhere. Absolutely. So yeah, we do want people to share them on their stories and just tag in at Honestapod. And then we're going to make a playlist each week so we can listen to it and enjoy. Yes. When we go to the gym, you can think of us and we'll think of you. 
So definitely thinking about the song. Yeah, it was good. Um, the next week you had a you had a you had a thing in your head, didn't you? Last week you said. Now let's stick to the one. list. Okay. Well, what was your what was your one last week then? Songs with one word um, titles. Oh, that's a good one. Well, what we'll do is when we keep to the list, and then what we can do is at the end, if we still keep going or people still enjoy it, um, cool. add it in. Definitely. All right. Yeah. I'm off to deep end. Watch as I dive in. So, well, Just you need to watch the film. The film is not actually as good as everyone rates it, which is, you know. People go crazy about that song. Mm. It's not great. The, not the, the film. You know what film? You know what song has a one word title? Thunder. <laughs> and the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. I, I hope you get to use that one week. I hope I do. Um, okay. Next week's challenge is a song you like with a number in the title. Interesting. Any come to mind? Any come to mind? Song yeah. Um no. I'm really bad with names of songs. <laughs> if I mean I imagine it's gonna be there's gonna be loads out there, but one one I do not want to have suggested to me is Spice Girls 2 become one. I love I the Spice care. Girls. I really do. I really, really oh. do. Yeah. I'm sure I'm there'll be a voice to men song in every single one of these for me, by the way. Um <laughs> I love voice to men, they're my absolute number one favourite. But yeah. no, I can't think of any numbers. When it gets to songs like ones that make you sad and ones that make you happy, it's going to be around that area. Yeah. I'm thinking of ones like 1999. That's a Prince song as well, isn't it? We're going to party like it's 1999. Prince, is it? Yeah. We're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, Mel Smith did like some sort of cover of it as well. Or sample. Oh, of course he did. All right. Of course well, he did. songs that have a number oh. in it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then we'll do the same thing again. We'll post it on our own individual and honest pod um, Instagrams, and then yeah, yeah, please comment and we'll write them down. Yep, we'll tag you in it and share yep. it, and then yep, listen to the playlist. Yep, yeah, and just to any smart Alex out there, the the word two, unless it's used as a number. Oh, is absolutely, not good shout. Nobody trying to beat the system this time, please. Cool. Alrighty. All right, let's bounce. Bounce. All right, Goodbye. Toodles. Have a lovely week, actually. Bye. Have a good one, everyone. Mm-hmm.